Good morning. Hey, Seattle. As always, it's your girls, Jasmine and Shantae. Welcome to another episode of The Way with Jazz and Tay. We'll be bringing you lots of laughs and class to get you ready for the day and the weekend ahead. Will it be the way or not the way? Find out and join the conversation. What up, bitches? Welcome back to The Way with Jazz and Tay, where we are bigger, we're back, and we are blacker. It's your girl, Jazz and Shantae. And we are so excited to be back, y'all. This is our first episode of our new season. Now, bow, bow. <laughs> new year, new bitches, new show. You know, that's just how we do it. Period. Period. <laughs> that's on Peter Piper picked up pepper, bitch. That was nice and smooth. You didn't stumble. Yo, I'm you getting better stumble. at this. <laughs> I'm getting better at these. Girl, that was impressive. I would have stumbled Thank all you. over that. You really did that. <laughs> <laughs> You've been practicing, huh? Mm-hmm. You just gotta say it slow and controlled, you know. Don't get too it's, excited. It's the confidence, though. It's the confidence. <laughs> um, but anyways, as you can tell, we are very excited to be back, you guys. Um, it's been a long time coming. You know, it's 2022. When did we start this? 2018? 20... Yeah. It's 2018. It's been... We're rolling we... into year four. You feel me? Like, what? What is this? Um, but yeah, so we're just, we're excited to get back, get things, you know, back going and to give you guys a little bit more of us. As you can tell, we're not on the radio anymore because uh, we're able to be a little bit more ourselves. <laughs> I totally bit. said bitch and I was like, ooh, wait a minute. And then I was like, no, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, can I moment. say that? Yes, I can. <laughs> Am I clear? I sure can. <laughs> you're not going to get like an Fine. <laughs> right. Try again. <laughs> We're not going to get fined, are we? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, definitely excited to be back. Since this is our first episode back, we wanted to re- Oh, oh, oh. Jazz is over on the other side dying, you guys. (laughs) I just inhaled some water. Literally opened my mouth and inhaled. You ever watch somebody choke to death and you can't do anything? (laughs) You're just kind of like, uh... (laughs) You're like, hello, 911 Atlanta. Yeah, can you get me over to SPD? Can you dispatch me to Seattle? Because somebody's choking. They need help immediately. <laughs> Why do I feel Ooh. like I've tried that before and it doesn't work? I feel like uh, we've watched, I feel like we've watched something on TV before. Where people, it's a similar situation. They're like on Zoom or something. They're like, uh, what the hell do we do? Because my police isn't going to get to your police. Right. <laughs> like, that's not... <laughs> Um, But (laughs) since it's our first episode of the season and we know there are some new people listening in, we wanted to give you guys a reintroduction of ourselves and our show and what you can expect this year. Then we're going to get into an Ask Us Anything. We put a poll out on Instagram, had some of our friends and listeners uh, submit some really great questions. I'm really excited to answer them because, you know, some of them are podcast related, so they'll go perfectly with our hot topic of reintroducing ourselves but also just really good questions in general and we're gonna have some fun with it yeah um and then jasmine's got a boy toy update y'all dating is like now that i'm back out here like you know i'm I'm trying to use these right tools and things like that and create (laughs) new habits it is rough out here is dating is trash like (laughs) As a girl, you think you have the advantage. Like, you know, oh yeah, there's just a plethora of men out here. I can say yes to, set things up, whatever. And like, no, there's energy that goes into this stuff. And like, honestly, emotions. like Intentionality. Yes. Oh, That's what it is. 
anyways, I began, I began to tell Shantae it and like, I, there's a, not a lot to say, but like, it was, it was enough to wait until we had a conversation about it. <laughs> so before we get into all of that fun stuff, uh, I always want to remind you guys, we have 30 and 60 second ad space available for any business owners, musicians, whatever it may be, we've got space for you. You can always email us at thewayjt at gmail.com, or you can check out our website, thewayjtpod.com to get more information on those rates. Additionally, please don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help the show grow. A review and rating, making myself very clear. Period. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the way Jazz and Tay. Um, we've been very active on that lately. Um, make sure that you guys check it out so that you can see what we talk about because we we have fun on our Instagram page. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> like yes. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is also under The Way Jazz and Tay. Um, but check out our website, thewayjtpod.com. All of our latest episodes are up there, as well as updates on us in general. Um, support really does mean everything, and we appreciate the love. So keep it going. But now that we've gotten our formalities out of the way, let's just get to today's show. Yes, ma'am. So again, as I said in the beginning, we wanted to do a little reintroduction so I guess that just begs the question of who the hell are we? Allow me to reintroduce myself. I thought that we could each kind of tell a little bit about ourselves and who we are individually. I'll start us off. Uh, hmm, go ahead. My name is Shantae Sean Tizzle, AKA DJ Cy Young, AKA the best female rapper alive. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, DJ Cy Young, like, I don't oh know. God. A lot of this was news for me. <laughs> She's like, when she started DJing, right? I've been taking classes at the Y. No, I'm just. <laughs> I just had to come with something fresh. No, my I name is. <laughs> my name is Shantae Young, and um, a little bit about me and my professional day today. I'm a marketing coordinator at Liberty Mutual. You know, yes, liberty, liberty, liberty. That's me. <laughs> liberty, 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 liberty. <laughs> I'm not on that specific marketing team, but I know some people, okay? So <laughs> I, I will have you say, Shantae, I said, Latia and I one time, probably like a month ago, said, ever since we don't live with Shantae, we don't get as many Liberty Mutual liberty commercials. <laughs> Tell me why we've been getting Liberty Mutual commercials now. Asking you shall receive, you know? I was like, hold on. It's that one, two with that actor that's like, Liberty Boobity. And he's like, ah, shoot. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, get it right. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love those commercials so much. And yet, like, as an employee, we talk about them often. And I'm like, I, they're so, like, they're corny. And that's what makes them great. Yes. But also, I'm like, I see them all the time. Like, mm -hmm. I'll be watching something on Hulu, and that's the only commercial I'm getting. It. And I'm like, <laughs> I get it. I work at Liberty Mutual. <laughs> I don't even, like, sorry to have to say this. I'm not even a customer. But <laughs> I'm like, yes, you only pay for what you need. Air it and out. Air it out. There's one with a bunch of kids, and they're like, save more on car insurance with Liberty Mutual. And they're like, nothing rhymes with Liberty Mutual. And I'm like, that's a lie. Habitual, spiritual. I'm like <laughs> getting mad. Like who wrote this? They didn't, they didn't clear it with me. Clearly you need to be on this marketing team. Yo, 
I have so much to say, but <laughs> that is like the one thing. Anytime I tell people that's where I work, the first thing they're like, oh, Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. And I'm like, yes. And Doug and Limu Emu. That's us. Yes, Limu it is. Limu Emu and Doug. <laughs> <laughs> So that is what I do in my day to day, all things marketing. Um, I really love it. It's been a really great career experience for me growing wise. Um, and I've learned a lot. Like I think about this very often when I met Jasmine before we uh, created the podcast, I was yeah. on a struggle bus from hell, like card declined Girl. so many times. I and, just, and not that this is like, <laughs> that you know, my what? way of life living and, kind of like, let's see if it goes through today. Literally, no, literally though, I do remember that you were working and you were working at Target. Yes. Oh God, I'll that never was, forget. And that not was to a say rough that point in time, right? I was say, and not <laughs> to say that, like you know, that doesn't like, but the fact that that's that was how I met you. Yes. And now that like I know you and kind of like you know what you went to school for, what you were looking for, all that stuff, it's just crazy to see how you've made it like happen for yourself. You know, absolutely. We you worked at Target. We you like we moved into that apartment and then you went to school for your master's. You were like, yes. I'm over this. <laughs> you said I'm not getting this Target money. I was thing. like, this isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> Something's gotta change, okay? When you know better, you do better. Right. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. So uh I've been working there now for like two years and then really so lately I've been doing a lot of different side gigs. Hustles mm -hmm. and stuff like that, trying to help other people with small businesses or, you know, side hustles, get their websites together, help them with their marketing and or social media. And that's something I've found um, that I'm really passionate about. I really enjoy that. And however, your girls maxed out on time. Like there are <laughs> not enough. Hard. When they say there's not enough hours in a day, there just really isn't because I like to sleep. That's something to know about me. Amen. Sister. Do is sleep. <laughs> oh, did you say we could take a nap? All right, bet. Right. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be fine the whole day. We're gonna have plans. I'm finding a way how I schedule my mid morning, mid afternoon nap in there. It's one the of those nap's things. gonna happen. It's like okay, we got like a 25, 30 minute drive into the city. All right, bet. I'm gonna be in the back with my eyes closed. Wake me up when we get there. The whole time. <laughs> I'm telling you, I really do take 20 minute naps. I don't care if I need it. I'm gonna take it. So. Oh. The, the timer setting on my phone is my best friend. <laughs> yes. I just be like, how long can I do, 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 scroll it? All right, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, sounds good. Uh, okay, yep. Uh, just some... make sure it's loud enough so that you wake up. <laughs> <laughs> some other fun facts about me. I recently moved to Atlanta back in April. It's almost been a year. I cannot believe it's almost been a year already. Yeah. Uh, so much, there was so much going on last year. Um, and that's been a lot of fun. I'm looking for a house, but very passively looking for a house because the <laughs> housing market is shit. And um, what else? Other fun facts about me. I'm a coffee addict. Bring, bring me coffee and you can be my best friend for life. Okay. Amen. I got like three Starbucks gift cards for Christmas and my birthday. So probably had like a total of $50 that I got and gift card money to Starbucks. And then I recently realized I had $15 of unused Starbucks money on the app. And I was like, that's like $70 worth of coffee for free. Coffee on me, breakfast on me, everything. Why have I been drinking Venti's the last couple of <laughs> times? I'm like, run it up. 
But you know what? Let me get the big one. I want all of it. Okay. <laughs> like in the past two weekends, I've gotten like a hundred Starbucks star points. So now I've spent mm. enough of my gift card money. I can still get free stuff from it's, Starbucks. It's paying for itself at this point. It's a lifestyle. This yeah. is why my mom does what she does. I get it now. This is this is how y'all get sucked in. Yes. The more coffee I drink, the more points I get so that I can, so I can more drink free more coffee. coffee. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's a trap. I definitely suggest downloading the Starbucks app. <laughs> I was gonna say, there's this game that I play called The Real Game of Life, and you can like do drugs on there, right? Mm -hmm. uh, coffee is a drug. Like coffee is. is considered a drug off on this game. I think so, it's like, considered it makes, a drug in real life too. <laughs> it makes sense that you know you, you're in this cycle, not you specifically, but like people get in this cycle of like. No, I'm in a cycle. I <laughs> totally wholeheartedly admit that I am addicted to coffee. It's my drug of choice, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> I am. Like, no, no, I have a problem. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> if I can't, I can't go a day without coffee, or else I'll get a headache. That's how you know. Okay. Yeah. So that's just a little bit about me. <laughs> Jazz, what about you? What do you do in your day to day and in your night to night? Well, you know, I am a local celebrity. So yes, outside are. of all the press release, the photo, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the fans lining up for signatures. You know, I'm just a busy bitch. It's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, I'm an HR professional. That's like my nine to five, my day job. That's what pays the bulk of my bills. Um, by night on the weekends, I am a Sarajevo bottle girl. You know, I'm out here with my ass out <laughs> doing your guys' bottle service at the clubs, you know. So is it side tips. to side or is it up and down? It's up and down, girl. It's up and down. Okay. And, and I think it depends, like, you know, if you have a sign that you hold both hands with, then maybe side to side. But they like the uniform look of everyone going up and down together. Okay, so we have a consensus now. There's no longer a great debate. There's a debate? I've, I've been seeing those little cute little like videos and it's like, is yeah. it side to side or up and down? I feel like it's a preference <laughs> thing, but like the up and down, just like, when you think about it as far as the club goes and like when people dance, it's yeah, always kind of down. like, you know? Also very... up and down, you don't bump into people. Exactly. And with how tight the spaces be, if y'all went side to side, people are getting elbowed in the head. There's going to be fights. And maybe like, they deserve it. Like, why are you so close? <laughs> tell me, that girl, side note, <laughs> sidebar, I definitely intentionally poured a drink on a patron last night. I definitely did. She was on my nerves. Like... The thing is, is like, you know that we're here to work. Obviously, I've been at your table five different times now to do stuff, you know, like in your vicinity. Don't act like, you know, I've not been here. And like twice, this girl intentionally like bumped into, like, you know when you know when people are intentionally people are bumping to into you? Try you. Yes, so like, I acted like I turned around real quick with some drinks and I intentionally was just kind of like, oh my God, oops, all down Flash. the front of her. I wouldn't oh. have even said oops. I'd have been like, you should move. Well, nobody can hear me anyways. So like what I what I always do is like it happens. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh sorry. <laughs> and then kept it pushing because <laughs> I'm here. I'm just doing my job. And I'm so sorry if you're in my way of me doing my job. And Yo. you then got covered in drinks. Honestly, um, I could not imagine me as a bottle girl because <laughs> I'm telling you, girl, patience, <laughs> patience is a freaking virtue. Okay. And one thing about me, I don't have a lot of patience. And think about <laughs> it, like drunk people are really hard to be patient with. 
And I was like, girl, yes. Last night, this, they were trying to tell me that like, well, we only booked a $1,000 section. So why is there like $2,400 worth of alcohol here? And I was like, cause y'all kept ordering bottles. Like if y'all had a 1K minimum, y'all should have stopped after like the first, (laughs) you feel me? And he was like, but like, but like you understand, right? And I was like, no, I do, I understand. But as you guys can see, this is what y'all have consumed and ordered. So this is what you're paying. Right. And it worked out. We're good. That is so funny. He didn't understand how that worked. You feel me? Like you've never been to the club before? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I did I did find out though that they were all very young. Like homeboys uh ID, date of birth said two thousand. Oh, so he was like 21, probably. A baby. Literally a freaking baby. Oh, so, you guys don't know what sections are like yet. Right. You gonna learn <laughs> right. today. You gotta pay to play, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Al- alcohol is one of those things that does not come cheap, okay? No, you never get that for free. <laughs> so that's that is basically how I make the bulk of my money. Um, my Sarajevo money is I'm also in the house market like Shantae is. I'm looking a little more aggressively because I don't want to, I'm trying to move. I'm not trying to stay here for freaking ever. So (laughs) the faster I can get a condo, the faster I can get up out of here. Um, And then on top of that, I am a big like fashion beauty lover. Um, I'm a micro influencer is what I would like to say. You know, I've got a few um, like collaborations that I've already done this year with brands, paid partnerships, by the way, like shouts out to um, Shantae. You can actually, you were here for this conversation, but you know, that website collabster that Mm, from um, uh, clean beauty. Yes. That Cassandra McClure put us on and all of that. This is actually the website that I've been using to get my like partner and whatnot and I've already made like 250 this year off, nice. off of this like website yeah so um that is something that I'm looking forward to I'm also I've got a couple more like photo shoots set up this year I'm big into like you know I'm a creative type I um, do model I haven't done a lot lately so I'm trying to get back into that um and outside of that I'm a big sloth enthusiast. Like for those of y'all that know me or that don't know me, I freaking love sloths. I've got socks, t-shirts, toys, calendars, pretty much anything that you could think of that you could put sloths on. I guarantee you I have it. Um, Are you going to put it in the fair this year? I, I'm thinking about it because I I really do want to get a very good idea of like my overall like collection Mm -hmm. and see what it would look like on display. Um, I think I can make it look really cute. And I'm serious when I say I've got little bits of everything. Like my mom found a freaking like satchel. It's made out of leather. It's like a handcrafted leather satchel. The arms, the straps. No, but that would be really cute. (laughs) Like she found me a leather satchel that's a sloth, you know. That is I have so cute. I have a box of tins of mints that are just like sloth themed. Yeah, 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 it's awesome. It's so crazy how creative people can get with that stuff. Um, yeah. but yeah, that's about me. You know, your girl is out here just thriving, living life to the fullest in abundance. Um, in abundance, like really though, like really though. <laughs> jazz, jazz is on a good one this year. It's only February. There's still time. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, the next question that we wanted to answer for you guys is what is the way with Jazz and Tay podcast? Well, that's that kind of answers it. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Done. (laughs) No. Next question. (laughs) Um, But I would say 
if I were to answer it for, you know, me personally, I would say like the way is a, a podcast, but it's about, you know, our perspectives and sharing it. But I think that we also really started the podcast so that we could have conversations with people maybe we normally wouldn't have. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And while I would say we've had conversations with a ton of people that we wouldn't normally be able to because, you know, the pandemic forced us to go virtual. And then we were meeting a lot of other podcasters and people who were from different parts of the world or country. Um, You know, we necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily say we've had the, that coming to the table of people with completely separate perspectives from us mm-hmm. and I would love to see us do more of that in the future yes yes I really love that you pointed that out because in the few like episodes or conversations that we've had like that Tyson Robinson being a good example yes um those are really good ep- those are really good episodes we have Always. great conversation we cultivate the types of conversations that we want that we talk about so um I'm right there with you on that um I, I absolutely um, agree that that's definitely what we're trying to do more of. Um, I also know that we have a big passion for shining light on um, BIPOC, you know, women women of color, um, really bringing light to, and, I, and I'm trying to get away from, you know, the last few years we've all kind of had this discussion of like, you know, we don't want to say the black struggle. We don't want to say stuff like like that, you know, trying to get away from that. Um, so just really shining light on our history as, as black people and giving more light to people who are like us in that sense. Um, I really, I really love that that's something that we try to do. Um, we yeah. have a platform and a space that makes these people feel comfortable, you know, coming to and talking and talking with us about that. So absolutely. Um, both of those things I feel like are very important to us. Yeah. Um, what has changed this year or this season? Well, let's see. Fuck shit, bitch. <laughs> Fuck shit, piss, bitch. <laughs> All of the above. We <laughs> can cuss again. <laughs> um, well, we're not, lo- we're no longer on the radio, um, yeah. which means that we're no longer doing a weekly um, live show. We're going to try and continue to put out weekly content, but it won't be live and we won't be, you know, I don't think we're going to be as strict with it. I think there's going to be a little bit more uh, relaxed feel to it. We're still going to be trying to give you guys that good quality content. Um, Yeah. What else has changed? We, um, we don't live together anymore. I I know. I'm like, uh... that was happening last year though, but. You know, I'm trying to think podcast related. I feel like that's the biggest, that's the biggest one is that, you know, we're just not on the radio anymore. We've been, we've been able to kind of, we're changing up our flow, you know, as a result of that. Um, I do want to say to the point of us not living together, since I'm now in Atlanta and you're still in Seattle, I feel like prior to us moving, we had a very like big listener base in Seattle. So something that's going to change this year is that I would love to see again us kind of uh, get some people from Atlanta listening and then maybe get some people from Atlanta on the show as well. Some creatives out here because there's definitely opportunity. I agree for freaking sure. I um, I, I didn't even really think about that, but just even in our last couple of interviews, we've had people who were, were from like, you know, the South of that area, mm-hmm. which that's great for us. Please let us expand. <laughs> Let's go by coastal. Are you okay. 
what? Are you kidding me? We on the South and the West Coast? <laughs> up, baby? <laughs> um, and then one last question is what, I've already said this like a million times, what are we looking forward to this year? I'm looking forward to getting our listenership up and getting a sponsorship because I'm ready to get paid. um I think for me again I'm looking forward to like fostering those conversations with people we probably would not necessarily ever be in a room with Mm -hmm. um and then I want to say the flexibility I think we're gonna get a lot of like like a bit more work-life balance you know um yes and flexibility to do other things with the podcast I would really 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 love to try and put together either some kind of virtual event like a large virtual event and panel with some other uh people we've worked with um this year or do a live show somewhere absolutely and people have like already asked us about that you know like a private event yeah. And that makes me feel really good because that's something that we've always wanted to do. It's something that we've talked about doing. We were planning on trying to do something like that in 2020 and then COVID hit. So now that things are trying to, you know, the ball's rolling again, we're, we're almost getting back to normal. Um, I definitely Shoot, it's see normal that. out here. I know. I was going to say, well, it was so funny because out here, and this is off topic, but related to the whole like COVID mask thing, um, Inslee, Inslee's been really quiet. I don't know if you know this, but the last few months, like we were getting updates probably weekly from this man. And mm-hmm. the, the last few months, he's just been real silent. <laughs> until he's probably about to pull some shit. Until this week when he was like, <laughs> yes, I think he said February 18th is the day that they're going to pull the outdoor mask mandate. And everyone is like, we already don't wear our masks outside. What are you talking about February 18th? No, let us know when we can take our shit off inside. That's all Period. I care about. All together. That's all I care about. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I've been taking real good care of my skin. I'm ready for the world to see this, okay? Yo, I'm ready to not wear a mask for that purpose, period. Because when I tell you, it really took me through it. Like, my skin is still not back to normal. And I'm just like, is this just what I'm going to be dealing with? The way that I've been getting acne on my, like, jawline. Yes. I never get acne. There. Let alone in my jawline. Yeah. Yes. And it's not this much. It'll be, like, one. One. No. And then it's, like, That just cluster. pops up. It's literally, like, all the way across. I'm, like, <laughs> oh, dear Lord, help me. But um, I won't I won't go there with it because, you know, there could be worse things, I guess. You're right. You could have sebaceous cyst acne. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds <laughs> awful. <laughs> it's like that acne that you'll see that gets really big red, um, like bumps, like yes. all over the face. The, yeah. Like the ones that generally when you like see them being treated, they have to like cut open and they're like draining. It's bad. Yeah. It's the That's, draining part for me. Yeah. Ugh. I know. I wonder what it smells like. No. <laughs> Ew, I went there. I'm sorry. I did it. I did. (laughs) So now on that note, (laughs) we're going to go ahead and jump into a quick two to three minute break before we get into our Ask Us Anything. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Way With Jazz and Tate.
What up, what up, is the God of Never Lies, I have to say so. You better dad, DJ True. And let me tell y'all about the f*** out of here podcast, where we talk about current topics, interview everybody from any field of profession. And let me tell you about our segment. Every week, we get somebody the f*** out of here. Yeah, I said it, the f*** out of here, no matter what. And so tune in every Monday for new episodes on YouTube and whatever streaming platform you listen to your podcast on. Let's get it. Hey, you. Yeah, you, girl. I just had to run and tell y'all about my favorite licensed esthetician, Easy Aesthetics by Elise. She helps me keep it right and tight, okay? I'm talking facials for your face, booty, and meow. Not only is she amazing at skincare services, but she also provides teeth whitening, body contouring, and services for men too. Book her for a private session a kickback spa day with your girls, or date night with your man. Whatever you have in mind, just ask and she'll let you know how she can service you. Now that's what I call top tier full service. DM her on Instagram for rates and services at Easy E Aesthetics. Again, that's Easy E Aesthetics with a Z. Tell her Jazz sent you. Now hurry before she books up. Tune into the Well You Ask podcast with T1 D Live at 5 and DJ BBD. This is the podcast where you ask us a question and we will talk about it. Catch us every Wednesday live on Facebook and YouTube at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. You can also listen to us on all podcast streaming platforms. Hey, welcome back to The Way with Jazz and Tay. Before the break, we gave y'all a quick kind of like rundown on who we are, what we're trying to do with The Way, and what's changed. Now that we are back from our break, we're going to go ahead and jump into our Ask Us Anything. Listen, asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, asking all them questions. Shantae put a poll out on our Instagram asking our listeners like, hey, what are some questions that you want us to answer? Or what questions do you guys have in general about podcasting? And we actually got a decent amount of questions in return. Um, so Tay, kick it off. We have a ton of questions. I didn't, gonna... really, I didn't think we would. I really didn't think we would. Well, I reached out to people. So okay. <laughs> okay. I, I think that that's just like a really good uh, tactic going forward. Cause I'm like, we got a ton of questions. <laughs> what I will say is that um, they're going to be a hodgepodge of a little bit of everything. Yes. So take yes. this journey with us. Some of them will be repeats. And if they are, I'll skip over those. But yes, we got a ton of really great questions. Um, I will also be giving or supplying the name of the person who asked it. If I don't know their name or if they just go by something else, I'm going to give their Instagram handle. Check them out because we love them and they're our friends. Okay. So <laughs> the first question is from Mind Triggers. And they asked if there are any challenges that we have faced in podcasting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a really good one, actually, because people, I feel like, assume that podcasting is very easy. They assume it's as easy as, you know, just recording some shit and putting it out. Mm -hmm. um, I think... I think overall, like outside of the obvious, I feel like, you know, 
recording and like technical stuff. Um, it's just it's been kind of hard to get like a decent track, traction or just like viewership. It's it's the marketing of it that I feel like has been has been the biggest challenge. You know, we know what we put out is good, and we do have people who like you know the ones that do listen and download weekly. Like they really do fuck with our stuff. But it's a matter of us getting that out to the world. That that I feel like is one of our biggest um, challenges. It's getting other people to see what we see and hear what we hear and give us an opportunity or, you know, give us a chance to, to grow, to expand. Absolutely. Um, I would, I would piggyback on that, but I also think it's, it's very interesting because I think podcasting is as simple as setting up a microphone recording. It's a matter of like your expectation and what you're trying to do with it. That becomes the good, challenge. That's if a good way of putting that. Trying to talk on the internet go ahead you've got a podcast but if you're yeah. trying to actually grow it and do something with it which i think that's kind of where a lot of our challenges started was was like we were like okay well people actually like us so that means like we need to like try and put out more quality content more frequently and that's when it became like okay maybe we don't have the bandwidth to do that so like that was a challenge or we yes. don't really necessarily have the equipment. Okay, so then that was a challenge. So I think it's just like the more that you try to do with it, the harder it becomes. Um, and then like another thing that I'll mention is just like people don't get into it for the money. You know, like I think yeah. that there are people who make money off of it and maybe they've already got like something going like a brand or a like Joe Rogan, for instance. I feel like he's always used him or, mm -hmm. or uh, Joe Budden. I was going to say Joe Biden. Ooh. <laughs> but either Joe Rogan or Joe Budden, like, they already were well-known people. So there was already yes. money to back their podcast. If you're yes. just, like, somebody who, you know, regular person, you've got a niche, like, maybe you really like fashion, so you are going to make a podcast about fashion or something. That's all great. And there's probably uh, people who will listen to it, but... I think that listenership and people and like community should be your main goal because yep. if it's to make money, there are just things that you're going to have to do um, and give up also sacrifice in order to make that happen. And that's actually really important that you point that out because a lot of the times that I do see these, um, you know, podcasters who are a little bit more successful, they are, they are not necessarily making money through like their podcast, but they've got merch or they've got like yeah. a page, they've got a Patreon that you can subscribe to where they're putting out like extra stuff. So it's not... Yeah it's that's something that um has been really like you know humbling or just kind of just like realizing the ins and outs of how this stuff kind of works what that would actually look like and and yes what you what you said it always comes back down to it being a lot of work what you have the bandwidth for like if you've got nothing else going on and you really want to ride this that's awesome you'll probably you'll probably end up with a well-oiled machine you'll probably yeah. have a successful podcast if you're keeping this like hobby level level, it's going to take you a minute and you again have to be realistic about what you want out of it. Yep. And having a team like team is in most important. Whew. Like if we could get like two more people on here, I think we could really do some crazy stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? But you know what also comes with that? It's like that paid portion of it. You so know. it's like it's all like a tit for tat. <laughs> um, I am in the market for a sugar daddy um, or a sugar mama. So if you're wanting to fund all of the high-end part of our podcast, just let me know. I am accepting applications. I am as well. So. <laughs>
Um, because I got to think about a way to get this money by tomorrow. Huh? <laughs> 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 uh, the next question. Um, this is actually this was actually asked by a few people, and I love that this was a question because I feel like we talk about this a lot. But because this is a reintroduction, and some of you guys may not know, uh, the question is, how did we meet? And this came from um, our friend Quell underscore J, and then Kayla asked, Kayla Warren, KWAR24, my cousin Miracle asked, and so did my cousin Cassandra. I'm going to actually read some of those other questions because they have like, it's like two in one, but Mm -hmm. the main question is, how did we meet? I love telling this story, because like... (laughs) First, it's just kind of true to who we are. Like, like I I just knew of Shantae through a mutual friend. And again, this was all through like Facebook. So this is social media. The only reason why I really became familiar with Shantae's face. And then out and about, you know, being girls out in the town, hitting the nightlife scene, we ended up on the being same- for the streets. You know, <laughs> we ended up on the same boat party, <laughs> yacht party. Met on a yacht. <laughs> You know, the Islander. And it was funny because like, I don't know what I was doing, but like you were walking, you were on a mission, you were going somewhere. And I was like, hey, like, I think I know you. Like, you're Melinda's friend. You're like, huh? And it was so funny because that was, I remember that being my reaction. I was like, who is this girl? Literally, literally the way that you looked too, you were like, are you talking like me? You're talking to me? (laughs) And so like, and that was literally it though. Like we didn't really carry, like talk much beyond that. I think after that point, we were like Facebook friends. Yeah. Um, and then fast forward some months, I post a status like, hey, I I need a roommate. Like, who's interested? This is what it's looking like, you know? And I think I was like, you know, obviously like women only, please. <laughs> and Shantae was like, hey, hi, pick me. <laughs> me. This is when that target phase was hitting y'all. Right. <laughs> My life. I was like, I need somewhere else to live. Oh, yeah. And that that was the beginning of a really good friendship because, like, you know, we obviously kind of wanted to feel each other out. She came over. She made me snickerdoodles. Yeah. She baked baked me cookies. Need this roommate. We ordered, what can I do? <laughs> we ordered a Domino's pizza and we yep. had snickerdoodles and we like watched some TV and like it was a good like it was a good time. We decided like you know, I showed her around the apartment like, OK, we can do this, all that stuff. Um, and then I knew Shantae was a real one because shortly after um, my job changed and I was going to need to relocate. And I was like, hey, girl, <laughs> I know you agreed to move in this apartment, but my situation is now changing. And if you're down to find somewhere else, like we could do this together. And Shantae said, bet, let's go. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, it's been history since, you know, and that was when that was really when the idea for our podcast kind of came together. You know, we we would we were so low key getting to know each other and mm-hmm. through, through through conversation and just, you know, little things and we would come home after work and we would just kind of decompress chit chat have these conversations um realize we had a lot more in common than we thought or originally thought we would and a lot of the same you know mannerisms behavior um and (laughs) and just kind of like throughout us really learning about each other decide like hey some of the conversations that we have like i was really getting into podcasts at that time and i think that was why it came to the top of mind (laughs) and um it really I had a microphone. Yeah, you're like, we could do this. Like, let's figure this, let's figure this stuff out. So yeah, I think that was 
because we lived from that was that was West Seattle going to Kirkland and I think that was like 2016 2017 yeah yeah because that was when I started that new job so it's been oh my god it's been like five years Shantae time is flying isn't that crazy yeah it is so, so if that was how we met and it literally it's been history since like yep. and it's so funny because even to this day Shantae like I don't know just conversation be like oh my girlfriend Shantae my friend Shantae my friend and like who is, is always oh, your best friend Shantae are you talking about Shantae again is oh it, is, is it, it Shantae is it, yeah yes and I'm like I'm sorry but like we've had a lot of experiences together okay like <laughs> we were out mad. here just living life literally literally <laughs> Um, so the next question comes from one of my old co-workers and friends, McKenna, uh, McKenna Ray on Instagram. I was say social media and that was just not specific enough. Um, <laughs> her first question was, if you could pick two moments in your childhood that, uh, that were the way and not the way, what would they be? So one that's the way and one that's not the way. I already have my not the way. I'm trying to think not the way. I have one that's for the way that I just thought about recently, but there's like a few for me. Oh, the way. Okay, I have two that I can talk about that aren't like childhood trauma related. That aren't gonna like make me feel upset. Girl, <laughs> look, I was like, stay far away. Literally, <laughs> I was like, because I have a few that came to mind, but I was like, I don't think we need to do that on today's episode. We're not doing that. <laughs> Um, I'll kick it off for me one a childhood memory that was the way Ooh. um I'm gonna just go with like playing basketball as a kid like basketball was such a big thing in my family and mm. so like as a kid all my cousins played basketball um, you know my aunt played basketball she had gotten a scholarship and everything to play so you were so, like, I'm like, trying to walk in those footsteps. Yeah, I was like, I got to play basketball. And like, that's all I knew. I was like, I'm playing basketball. And I just remember like it being a very big part of my life for a very, very, very long time. Um, to the point where like, I definitely thought I was Sanaa Lathan from Love and Basketball. <laughs> and like, to this day, I still believe that's how my love story is going to go. So I need to find a basketball player or a man who used to play basketball. And we need just, we just need to play for the love of basketball. Um, and yeah, that's just, I think that that's it. Like, even like my boyfriends, they would play basketball and then we, like, we would play together. Like it was just, oh, basketball cute. is life for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a childhood memory for me. That was um, for me, my, when I'm, the, the way that I was going to say is not as monumental as the one that I'm actually going to talk about. So I switched up last minute, but um, in third grade, um, and this, you know, in third grade, just for context and perspective, um, that was 2001 for me, mm. which is also the year that 9-11 happened. And this is relevant. This is relevant. Um, but we were like having silent work time in class or something. And my teacher was like, I don't know what she's doing, but she was scrolling through the web and something started playing. And it was that it was that quote from John F. Kennedy where he was like, you know, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you, what you can, can do for, do your, for country. your country. Yes. And the kids, you know, again, we were like silently working and we all started like laughing because as kids, we're like, haha, what is that? You know, like, what are you talking about? And 
we made her like play play for play it for us again and it low-key kind of just like sparked sparked something in us so like me and my friend jabri i've i'll never forget because um him him and i kind of like grew up together and him his mom and my mom are really close friends and we like kind of had this discussion of like you know that really that resonated with us like what can we do for our country you know like what can we do and we had this idea to start this like you know penny drive or like fundraiser for the families that were affected by 9-11 oh yes and it turned into this like whole school-wide thing we had the news like como for news came and like me How and my friends that yeah me and my friend jabri we were the ones that were doing the like we like did the big money gifting like here you know it was like a whole little like ceremony but like that was what we, we did that like that is we did so that. cute. Yes, yes. So that's a that's definitely like a childhood core the way memory for me. Um, okay, now give so us your not the way. <laughs> right now we gotta go down. Okay. Oh. Um. I I've got a few that come to mind, but and so I'm like trying to like think which one do I want to tell. I have like randomly some burn stories like I've got a couple and I'm like which which one of those would I want to tell um mm, I think I'm gonna go I've told this story before but I think I'm gonna go with that eighth grade haircut story <laughs> oh girl let's go I'm ready for this one <laughs> so bun girl and that's what I've been calling myself <laughs> I was bunning my hair. I've been bunning my hair for life. Um, I played basketball, you guys. So it was like, I always had to have my hair out of my face. And I would bun it and it would break off. And I actually let one of my friends who is not of the African-American descent, nor knows how to treat black girl hair. I let her do my hair one day. <laughs> and all of it basically just was like damaged. Like it was ruined. Okay. And as a kid, I had fairly long hair, like at least shoulder length hair always. And I came home and my mom was like, what did you, let you her do? <laughs> I let her wash my hair. You guys condition it. We didn't blow dry it or nothing. It was a mess. Like, I don't even know. Like, it, all I know, it was like a fro and it was like natted. And it was just, it was a mess. My mom was pissed live it okay she's well, yeah. like there's basically nothing we can do with this but and cut she, it when she can't even like beat the other kids ass either like yeah because <laughs> i let her she was like right. why would you let her touch your hair i was like i didn't i didn't really think too much i didn't think right. that deep into it it was I a washing condition right <laughs> you were playing hair salon duh right <laughs> Mind you, this is eighth grade, so I'm like, I don't know what oh, I was thinking. Damn. Was it really, enough. girl? You were old enough to know better. I did my own hair, so like, I don't really know what I was thinking. Fast forward, she's like, all we get to the hair salon, and she's like, we're just gonna cut it into a bob. Now, let me just backtrack in the story. <laughs> I was in the eighth grade, and I played basketball. You can only imagine. I'm talking. I had the short kind of bob where you had the undercut. Dude. And I tell you, do my you hair. Do you remember Juana Man? <laughs> I'm sorry. Remember the movie? He had his hair like that. Yes. <laughs> As a basketball player. 
It was awful, you guys. It was awful. I hated it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I couldn't even pull it in a ponytail. So I literally had to wear my hair in a freaking like sweated out bob during my basketball game. Oh, no. Like, I'm so sorry. it was the worst. I just remember crying because I thought I looked like Violet from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which is the remake. Um, Blueberry? Yes. <laughs> Like, I just, it looked like a bowl cut. Like, I hated it. I hated it so much. And I just will always remember it because it's funny because I have a bob now. But, like, that was probably, like, I just was like, who gives an eighth grader a bob? Like, a bob right. that you actually have to maintain. That part. Right in every day. I had to get that kitchen every day because I had basketball every day. Mm. And it was just, it was a lot. No, that is a very good point. I don't think we talk about traumatic, like, haircuts enough because it could cause, like, identity issues, okay? Like, right. <laughs> you went in expecting one thing and you left with another and it's just like... Hmm. And then you just gotta, gotta like, ride with it. But who am I? Because <laughs> hair grows back, but it takes a minute. <laughs> that part. <laughs> um, okay, so I've come up with a not the way that will not necessarily disrespect any of my parents, okay? <laughs> so, I grew up dancing and like the dance studio that I was with had very strict protocols when it came to like rehearsal, when you needed to be there, you know, drop off, all that kind of stuff. And um, this was this was recital, this was recital. It was the one we've been practicing all year for, the big show, okay? And I made it to rehearsal just fine. Um, but somehow I think, I think what happened was my mom, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt here. I think what happened was there was three different shows. And I think she thought that I was on a different night than I was on. So I was not at all ready to go for this, for the show that my actual recital was on. And so we get there, we're late and they won't let me in. So I can't even go and perform now. So I'm like crying because I'm not able to like, you know, go in and dance, you know, dance this dance that I've been working on for the last like six, seven months. And I'm like, this is between, the, the dance group that I was in was like ages seven to 10. So I was between like that age. Mm -hmm. And the, I think what honestly was the worst was that we didn't even leave. My mom, took us to watch the show so <laughs> i'm sorry i don't mean to laugh but like bitch i want to go home you feel me can't perform i'm crying and you want me to sit here and watch my dance class dance on stage without me and i guess it's like a good like lesson for being there for your team but like mm, I was heartbroken <laughs> because I was supposed to be on stage, okay? Um, so yeah, that's a core childhood, not the way memory for me. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to take it up a notch, <laughs> try to redeem this. <laughs> um, this is this is another one from McKenna that I really, really love. Um, what is your most memorable shoot your shot that you either did or that someone did to you? I've got mine ready. Um, 
And so this is kind of a story as to why I'm obsessed with unicorns. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, it was back in college. Some guy walks up to me, you know, and he's just like, are you a unicorn? And I was like, what? Like, no. And, and if you know me, I'm very sassy. I'm like, why are you asking stupid questions? Like, what do you want? What do you need? He was like, are you a unicorn? And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, unicorns aren't even real. And he's like, yeah, because God doesn't make them like you anymore. And I was like, ooh, that was oh, smooth. Okay. <laughs> I was like, that was smooth. I'm stealing that. And from there, I was just like, yeah, I'm a unicorn. But also in my mind, you're like, you know, if you think about what unicorns mean out in the world, I was like, am I a couple third? Yeah, no. you can't just be saying that. <laughs> what, do like, mean, what do you I'm mean? Right. Do what you know, know about my saying? life? Like, do you know what you're saying right now? <laughs> <laughs> who are you and who sent you? <laughs> yes. So that is like probably that was just good because I was like so ready to cuss him out and it just turned around and I was like, OK, I'll give it to you. I like that. That was cute. You can stay. You can live. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I can't really like pinpoint a specific one, but one that like I think about that was really cute and this was this was in high school when I got asked to prom uh, my junior year it was really cute this dude that this dude I still look he kind of have a crush on him so I can't say his name out loud because we still look you like talk to each other in real life but he (laughs) he came in and um he had he had curly hair of course so big like curly fro and then he came in with his shirt off and he had like written on his like chest or like his body like a will you go to prom with me like I am check week check yes or check no and this was in the middle of like my marine biology class so like literally we're in the middle of like a lesson lights turned off we're all focused we hear somebody like knocking on the door our teacher goes over there and he's like oh okay make it quick make it quick because we're, yeah we're all like what is going on and he comes in with his friend and it's just like oh my god I'm nervous I was like I know you're here for me I know you're here for me <laughs> so I said yes <laughs> imagine I, if you had said no right I said yes What's he really with him? <laughs> that is low, funny low-key I feel like we were a um we were like a Bet we were never on with the timing, him and I, this person. Mm. Yeah, we have the same initials also, JK. But I, and he's Jewish, uh, fun fact. But, um, okay. but yeah, we just like we always kind of had a thing for each other, even throughout middle school, throughout high school. We just never quite got it right, did we? That's Maybe. a JoJo quote. <laughs> I thought we were meant to be, but we never really got it, did we? You know what song that is? What song is that? Lonely Hearts. Oh, I actually love that song. I know, I know. It did like, oh. sound like it. I know, because <laughs> how can I work on me if I'm, I'm working, working on, on your body? Body, 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 body. I thought we were meant to be, but we never really got it, did we? There we go. I know one thing. Love. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't break. It's 
like trying to sing that love song with Keisha Cole. You just, you come yeah. to a certain part and you just stop. You, you just, just stop because I'm like, I'm not even going to do that song that way. And I know better. Okay. <laughs> like there are some notes I just know that is not my range. We're just not going to hit them today. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the next question comes from my, cous- my cousin, Kawisha on Instagram. And I wrote, uh, if you could be in any movie, what would it be and why? Ooh, Quisha, I love this question. Yeah, this is actually really hard for me. Because, like, off the top, I'm saying Princess and the Frog because in my life, I am Disney's Black Princess. Oh, um, my God. I immediately started thinking <laughs> of musicals. Ew. <laughs> Grease. <laughs> Right, I was like, but like the black version of Grease, Sandy. (laughs) But then I'm like, I could also say Love and Basketball, like that. You were just, yeah, that would be it for me. Um, wow, that is a really good, good, good one. Um, I know for for me, and I hate that I was such a. I feel like I was constantly living in a world of like imagination as a kid, you know, or like always thinking this is where I want to be or this is where we'll take me kind of kind of kind of thing um so I used to love watching all of those movies that would kind of just you know take me in a different uh place I I think a lot about like the Cinderella movie or just like or just which uh, one (laughs) the black the black one okay with Brandy with Brandy, we just we just watched it yesterday. I was about to say, you know, there's the one with Lizzie McGuire. Is it yeah. Lizzie McGuire? Yes, yes. Hilary Duff. Wow, yes. I really call Same this person. woman by her. <laughs> the one there's with Selena also, Gomez. I was gonna say there's also Bella. that one with Selena Gomez. Um, <laughs> but I think the reason why for me it's just a matter of like, and I don't like it's not the whole you know rescue me. I have to marry someone in order to become someone of worth. But I think it's just a whole, like, it's the rags to riches thing. Mm -hmm. And it's something for me that as a kid, I've always, like, you know, I've always known that we didn't necessarily come from a lot. We didn't necessarily have the best. And it kind of instilled in me, like, you know, that's not where I have to end up. That's not where I have to, like, be. And um, movies like that, like, Cinderella's a really good example of just, like, she came from a really shitty place <laughs> like yeah not not only are you living in like you know somewhat poverty but you're also literally your family's like house bitch <laughs> and now you're over here living a life of like you know luxury and yeah. for her it happened overnight I know that's not how it works but I do think it says something about kind of how I work in life or how I maneuver in life and just kind of I, I'm always striving to kind of get to the next level you know, because I know where I started, where I kind of came from. So Cinderella, um, that's because that's the first one that I could think of that I could draw a really good, like, <laughs> parallel to. <laughs> Ooh, I'm thinking also The Great Gatsby. Mm. But I want to be one of the Black people. And it, their scene was really, like, quick, but they were living a, a lifestyle of luxury in the 20s. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know about y'all, but y'all know our history is not that generally uh told uh, as a life of luxury no no absolutely not so yeah and the flapper girl dresses like I'm into that like I love those little like shimmy dresses when you like shake and they move with you the fringe 
And then they also had the Bobs. They're friends, yeah. They also had Bobs. They they wore the okay, so they would do that's like a flapper look. Yeah, the the flapper girl, yeah. And then they have like a little hair piece. Yes. That matches the like the fringy dresses. With the jazz. And the pearls. Pearls. They they always wore pearls. It it was a look. It was a glass of champagne in my hand. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, yes. Setting a whole vibe. Period. <laughs> Luxury. Period. <laughs> um, okay, so our next question comes from that's underscore Sonora. What's up, girl? Love you, girl. So first question is what you want what we want people to take away from listening to the way. I mean, other than our impeccable vibes and just <laughs> our input, like our energy. Yeah. Um, but no, I really, want I them think... to take away that we're family, that they could was see themselves in the conversation with us you know yes yes I was just gonna say that I really feel like we do a good job at providing a sense of community or comfortability we Mm -hmm. we do a good job at making people feel comfortable on our show because you know some of the stuff that we talk about aren't necessarily easy to talk about and um I think I, I do think we try to cultivate that idea of like one thing that you can take away is that we're always going to be respectful. You know, we're always going to make sure that you feel at ease. And also we're not going to make, like, we won't make you talk about or touch on things that you don't want to, you know, we're not one of those podcasts. We're not going to breakfast club you in. (laughs) in Right. The floor is as open as you want it to be. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) You know, and people have really opened up with us, you know? So I, I, I do think that's what I hope people can take away is that you can really be as, vulnerable as comfortable with us as you want you can um her next question was what has doing the way meant to both of us over the years wait how what has what meant to both of us the way the podcast oh um i would say for me it's been very like eye-opening of like i i feel like i try to live a lifestyle and i try to like even with other people anything is possible if you put your mind to it and you work yes. fucking hard at it every yes. day and yes. that's what it's been for me and meant to me is that like we literally came up with this in the living room we were just <laughs> writing down notes of what we wanted to do <laughs> We were lollygagging on it for years. A long time. (laughs) And it was just like, let's just fucking jump. And then let's just put some action behind it. And literally just us doing it and then being received how we've been received. It shows like you can literally do anything. Neither of us had a background in audio engineering, podcasting, none of that. And it's like we were on the radio and like we still work with the folks at the radio and they highly like they they fuck with us, us so they hard us. and they're like you guys have your shit together and i'm like that's just so crazy to me because like legit getting it out of the mud that's yes. us yes and literally. so that's what it's meant to me is that like i can quite literally do anything i want and if i put my mind to it 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 has been very much like reassuring you know it's this is something that like i feel like um you know this has nothing to do with like you this is all kind of within myself but just like not necessarily believing in myself like knowing damn well that I am capable or like competent of these kinds of things but the act of not actually like you said putting 
the inaction because of the not necessarily like thinking that we can and it has been so like in, invigorating really to 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 do this to build it up and see that we've literally done we've literally done this from from nothing yeah um and it's it's just it's I don't want to I'm humbling isn't the the right word here but it is it it does leave just a very nice feeling knowing that you know created something we yeah like I was just telling Shantae earlier I was at a baby shower yesterday and I had like four or five different people ask me about the show like I love that for us. Like people, oh, like you actually, oh, you know that I have a podcast. Oh, and you're interested about it. Like, what do we talk about? Okay. <laughs> like, I, I love that. We we did that, Shantae. Like, yeah. you know, we go places and people, oh, you're the way with Jazz and Tay. Like, hey, and I'm like, we, what? Yeah, like we did that. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's crazy. It's our baby, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, this next one comes from our friend Say So Graphics from FOH Podcast. Um, or, no, we won't say his government name. Say So <laughs> Graphics. Um, who is the better dancer? If I answer, it's Jasmine off top because she's got a dance background. Like, I'm not even touching her. Like, what? Yeah, why would he even ask that? <laughs> he maybe he doesn't know. <laughs> no, I think it's a... What's funny, too, is, like, I'm not even... In all honesty, guys, like, I do have a dance background. I grew up dancing, but I'm definitely no, like, Maddie Ziegler or, like, Misty Copeland. I've never been, like, an amazing, incredible dancer. I'm just great. You know, like, I'm good. <laughs> and anytime I'm not a Maddie Ziegler or Misty Copeland, but I'm great. You know? <laughs> I can sing. Because <laughs> I can sing, okay? Okay. <laughs> um, but... But I do think that, like, you know, I have a, I have a passion. I have a love for it. So, like, anytime there's these challenges, Ashante's like, oh, dude. I'm like, yep, let's go. And I'm like, I'll learn it. I'll figure out the technicality. Like, let's go. Let's yeah, figure like, it out. she's like, let's break it down into an eight count. I'm like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't know what count this is, but I know that it's on yeah. say so, okay? Yeah, right. I'm like, I'm listening to the words. <laughs> she'll, she'll be like, I've learned it in an hour. I'm like, I'm going to need the week. <laughs> Um, yes, definitely her. Um, what are some ways this comes from Kiki and with Coco, who was also on one of our most recent episodes at the end of last season. Mm -hmm. What are some ways you do? We do marketing or gain sponsors. Mm, so here's the gag. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we don't get sponsors. <laughs> Mm, um, you know, but I mean, I mean, marketing, you know, we just, it's a, it's really about consistency. Like I'm thankful for social media because they've, they've become this thing where that's what they're, they're here for. Like they're literally a tool for you to like market yourself. And it's really just about consistency. Um, Shantae did a really good job even going into this episode, reaching out to people, asking for questions so that we have something, you know, for this episode, like you got to do outreach. You got to do a lot on your own. Yeah. If that's, if that's something that you can't do, like, again, we said a lot of time gets involved in this. So if you don't have a lot of time to do all that, then maybe find somebody like a third party that can do that for you or, you know, yeah. or make sure that you do carve out some set time a week to focus on like the marketing aspect. But, um, really just, I think between YouTube, I mean, not YouTube, sorry, Instagram and like word of mouth and just are constantly 
resharing even on our personal pages like put that shit out everywhere like everything that we post on the way we try to also share on our pages because that's a completely different audience you know like different engagement that you're gonna get like um that's that's really like the simplest thing that i can say unless you're trying to unless you're trying to put a big budget behind it that's also that (laughs) um i'd like to answer it because i feel like we actually do more marketing than we think uh people think of marketing and it's like because right. I this work is in marketing, I, I know. <laughs> this is your niche. I, I know. Um, we definitely don't do, we don't do as much marketing as we possibly could because again, like Jasmine said, you, we, you need a budget. Uh, and that's kind of what we tell any small business owner. If you want real marketing, you got to put some dollars behind it. And it's kind of like with gambling. It's not like you can put like $10 here and expect you're going to get a bunch back. It's like you got to put hundreds of dollars behind it if you want to see some real return on your investment. Same thing with gambling. If you put big numbers up, you get big numbers back. But I would say like to that point though, some of like that, um, I want to say like main mainstream marketing, like outreach. Literally, if there is a podcast episode that you're like, I think these people would buy with it, send it to them. Don't yep. be afraid to be a spammer. Who gives a fuck? Because at the end of the day, you having all these thoughts of like, oh, I don't want them to like, block our account like if they do it okay but there's also going to be however set many people you've reached out to that will listen to it we did that once with uh we it was a episode about brianna taylor yep um and it had like the higher listening rate because we did that and we also asked them to share it as well so it's like that's one way um being on other podcasts is another way because you're also being introduced to their um their audience so maybe people who aren't already listening to you um that's one way also like the way that we met foh there was essentially a directory and you just sign up for it and um they have people that they share each week in their blog and Mm -hmm. we were one of the episodes so we got a bunch of people who now know about our podcast but that we also got to come on and from that you know kind of fostered a relationship of people who now listen to us or who actually we still talk to nowadays Justin Herman is someone I think about um and then vice versa like when we saw FOH we saw other podcasts that hey like we might be able to talk to their topic or to their audience then we reach out and we say hey we'd love to be on and we get to plug ourselves Mm -hmm. um plugging ourselves on their show is one way of marketing but then there's that added bonus of social media boosting your posts that can help for sure um definitely like recently we've been doing articles and features that's another great way um i would really love to see us be able to kind of like get saturated on probably like more what's the words i'm looking for that sounds nice um read uh publications that have a bit more viewership um Mm -hmm. which means again money because most of those places they're charging 200 dollars for like a small ad in there Right, right um in their publication but if you build a relationship there's also that uh, possibility for you to kind of like um send them features or possible features and then that <laughs> way you're collaborating with them and they might come to you as a source of authority on stuff like new music like that's local um so those are some ways i think 
that you wouldn't like necessarily think or maybe you have thought of and you're like, but it's not as fruitful. Yeah, you're not going to get large numbers, but it's definitely going to help if you're on a bunch of different podcasts or if you're uh, featured in a bunch of different newspapers. (laughs) Like the numbers will come eventually. It's just a long game. Um, The next question um, comes from CKID206, a.k.a. Chris Kidd, who also has his own podcast with my friend Mike Dugar, Seattle he, podcast. He be out here talking man about the man. Is that the one with the, 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 with the football? Yes, it's about yeah. the Seahawks. Yep. And he be out here with the Seahawks on his show. I be like, what? Yep, they are doing big things. Big things. So definitely check them out if you're into football. Um, they've been doing this for a really long time. Uh, his question is, what is your biggest fear and why? <laughs> LOL. I'm going to go um, with my, like, superficial, irrational fear of clowns. Uh, I've, I've been thinking, and this is going to, might be taking me to, like, a dark place, but, like, I've been really thinking about death a lot lately. Just because, like, my, my, my grandma is older. She's not doing too hot right now. And it's just becoming very, like you know, humbling, realizing, you know, we're all very human and fragile. Mm -hmm. And I have this like, like almost like an existential, well, existential crisis Crisis. type of fear right now of just like, you know, I'm, I'm almost 30. My grandma's in her nineties. Okay. So that's 60 years where like, I've got to get all my life figured out. Like 60 years is a long ass time, but I'm over here just like, but I'm just over here like, oh my God, I'm I, like, you know, I'm just getting older. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to die. And then like when I die, nothing happens. And like, what am I leaving behind? Who's going to miss me? Will anybody miss me? Am I going to even like, like just anything <laughs> liter- literally, literally spiraling. Um, so that's where I'm at right now. And I know it's inevitable. So it's yeah. really just a matter of finding comfortability and like peace with that. Um, but I would say for whatever reason, the last few months, I've been really hyper focused and fixated on that. Um, I'm not at risk of ending my life. Like I'm not at all feeling those types of things just to be very, very clear, but just kind of like, that's just kind of where I've been at right now. And it's definitely a fear. It's definitely a fear. It's interesting. Death doesn't necessarily scare me, but the way I'm going to die does. Cause like, I want to go peacefully in my sleep painless hopefully if it's not like a heart attack or something you know like just yeah yeah because it's well i mean but like to be shot or stabbed or like to be like very aware that these are my last my last my last that that scares me it's crazy that you say that because i hate like you know they just released bob saget's you know autopsy yeah and he had to have known because like did he like trip and hit his head and then like put out Oh, so what they, so, cause what they said is like the way that they found him, he looked like he was napping. Like the way that they found him, they said that he was like, you know, he was laid up in bed, like kind of peacefully. And so what they, the, the conclusion that they're drawing is that he probably did hit his head at some point and realize like, oh, I have a headache or my head hurts. I'm going to lay down and then just didn't come back up. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just like devastating, you know, like that's yeah. one of those things where it's like, you know, you went to bed. You know, at least you went to bed comfortable, asleep, and, you know, whatever. But then you think about, like, I just saw this video. This is, like, super random and, tra- and tragic. But it was, like, in Puerto Rico, some gang violence. And, like, dudes are just hanging out, like, outside of, like, a corner store. And you just see dudes come by emptying out, like, 
uh, rifle, assault rifles on them and you just see these bodies like crumple. And then you see some people try to like fight back. And I just, I couldn't think of like that when you're talking about like, if that, that was my last moment, like what goes through Terror. your mind? Yeah, what goes through your mind? What are you everything. feeling? Like you're uh, in like shock, yeah. terror, and probably everything in your life. Like, like every, you're gonna see everything. You're you're gonna think about your family. Like it's yeah, I I couldn't. It would be like the sheer anxiety of it all. Like just that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just my fear of clowns is just. I've always been afraid of clowns. I never will not be afraid of clowns. I don't find them amusing. I don't understand why they bring them to kids' parties. It doesn't make sense to me. They're weird. Well, what's what's crazy too is clowns have not always been like, they now present them as kind of, they're supposed to be like cute and quirky. But yeah. like, if you look at some of the first like clown costumes and makeup, Scary. I would be terrified too. Are you scary. kidding me? That's what I'm saying. It's always been scary. Like what, to, like who said, ooh, let's put a grown man in white face makeup, a red nose, and a curly, multicolored afro. You're describing Ronald And McDonald. have him do tricks. <laughs> he doesn't have an afro, does he, anymore? You're describing Ronald McDonald I think it's a perm. <laughs> I thought it was a perm now. He doesn't have an afro anymore. But just like... <laughs> And like the makeup's cakey, they you, they look like they're hot as all get out. Like I just don't want it. I don't like want any parts of it. Also, I think it really scarred me as a child, and I've not come back from that. And I don't disagree with you, girl. Yeah. So that's another not the way core memory for me, a childhood memory. <laughs> um, like this, if this came to a party and was like, "Here, your clowns here." Like, I would it's be a no. terrified. It's a no. This person is supposed to be kid friendly. He's supposed to be amusing children with tricks and magic and stuff. I'm like, get that, out of my house. That's like when those kids are getting their Christmas pictures taken and the Grinch shows up. That's and they're like, <laughs> I'm out of here. That's what this would be. That's what the, that's what it's <laughs> always giving for me. Um, okay, so next question is from Breezy Simone. That's my friend Breeziana. Um, she asked, she asked two questions, but we've already answered one of them. Um, so the next one is how do you ladies keep up with our podcast while in two different States? And are there any challenges? I mean, honestly, I would say to be honest, it, it was kind of like the best case scenario because COVID had already forced us to kind of become like remote and figure things out separately from like the radio station at the time. Yeah. So the biggest transition or like difference I feel like is um, the hour difference and trying to coordinate yeah. just even com communication between us because, you know, I'm always like three hours behind um, figuring out the best time to even like record stuff like this, you know, always keeping in mind that our times are going to be like different. Yeah. I think that's kind of that. I feel like that was the biggest change because we were already rem remote at that point. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to do a time check really quick. We've got a lot more questions to go through. Okay. So we can either speed through them, alternating who answers, or we could take a, a break and come back to them at another time. How, um, I was going to say, maybe we could come back to an, uh, at another time, um, depending on like, you have any heavy hitters in there, like you got any really good ones coming up. 
Somebody did ask a very interesting question about Britney Spears and Jamie Lynn Spears. We could save that for like a whole different uh, topic or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. We could talk about that. Also, I... why do grown ass men ghost? Oh, let's touch on And that this. could be a topic in and of itself. <laughs> I was like, hmm. with some men, because I would love to know why. Ooh. What was the reason? Let's pay. I was like, let's let's put a pin in that because I think that would be an amazing conversation to have with uh the opposite sex. Absolutely. I want I want men. I want speak for yourselves. Tell us the reason. And you know, again, we pride ourselves on making this a comfortable space. So no, I'm coming at you guns blazing. <laughs> okay, you're gonna come out of like Myron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um, no, you're good. But yeah, yeah, let's let's wrap it and then um, save these questions for like another episode or even like add them in for certain topics. Because I feel like just those two alone, we could, I got a mouthful already. Yeah. We're going to answer, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to answer the rest of them because I love all the questions. Uh, we might need to make this like a whole thing because I really love some of the questions that you guys asked and it was mm -hmm. really fun to really think about some of those. Um, do we want to quick a, take a quick break before you get into your boy update, or do you want to update us now? Let's take a quick break. All right, stay tuned. You guys are listening to The Way with Jazz and Tay. Real. Oh, really? That's how you feel. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Tune into the Well You Ask podcast with T1 D Live at 5 and DJ BBD. This is the podcast where you ask us a question and we will talk about it. Catch us every Wednesday live on Facebook and YouTube at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. You can also listen to us on all podcast streaming platforms. Psst. Hey, you. Yeah, you, girl. I just had to run and tell y'all about my favorite licensed esthetician, Easy Aesthetics by Elise. She helps me keep it right and tight, okay? I'm talking facials for your face, booty, and meow. Not only is she amazing at skincare services, but she also provides teeth whitening, body contouring, and services for men too. Book her for a private session, a kickback spa day with your girls, or date night with your man. Whatever you have in mind, just ask and she'll let you know how she can service you. Now that's what I call top tier full service. DM her on Instagram for rates and services at Easy E Aesthetics. Again, that's Easy E Aesthetics with a Z. Tell her Jazz sent you. Now hurry before she books up. What up, what up is the guy that never lies as I have to say so? You better dad, DJ True. And let me tell y'all about the Out of Here podcast, where we talk about current topics, interview everybody from any field of profession. And let me tell you about our segment. Every week, we get somebody the f out of here. Yeah, I said it, the f out of here, no matter what. And so tune in every Monday for new episodes on YouTube and whatever streaming platform you listen to your podcast on. Let's get it. Welcome back, y'all, to The Way with Jazz and Tay. It's your girl, Jazz and... Shantae, y'all. That was cute with Thank the little you. hands. 
<laughs> um, before the break, we went ahead and talked about our, you know, our hot topic. We reintroduced ourselves. We also answered a few questions that a bunch of our friends and listeners have sent in. Um, again, made for some great conversation. Like, yeah. we actually have a few left over that we're going to save for another episode. Um, but now to round out our episode today, I got to update Shantae on some boy stuff. Like, both of us are recently dipping our toes back in the whole dating pool. We're opening, dating, y'all. You know, we're opening ourselves up. We're taking chances. We're saying yes. I'm having a lot of fun. It, it is fun. Like, you know, it's it's good. I, I appreciate therapy for, you know, okay. really helping me even get the confidence to know how to try to navigate this this where honestly if my therapist had been like honey i don't think you're ready i would have not been out here but you're like okay yeah <laughs> gave me the confidence confidence boost i needed and i was like cool here we go again <laughs> right and here is my bumble profile <laughs> let me update it <laughs> Um, but with that being said, you know, Shantae and I, we used to talk to each other pretty much every day about this kind of stuff, you know, like we would just be like, ugh, let me vent about this nigga, like whatever. Um, and with our, you know, relationship now being kind of, you know, distant, it's, it's, it's a lot easier to kind of forget to update each other on these things. <laughs> like, um, so I'm just going to go ahead and give you a rundown on the, the latest guy. Um, I'm trying to think like, I'm just going to call him white boy because that is what I was going to say, can we call him Donna, Donna Summer? Donna Summer? What? Because of a genre of music. Ah, <laughs> I get what you're doing. I was like, girl, what? I mean, like, we could call him Boogie Nights even. Right, like... I was going to say Boogie Nights. <laughs> John Travolta. That's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, me just being, I don't know what it is. Like, I've, I, I've been actually pretty dry lately as far as like meeting new people goes there's that one um african guy that like mm, i have been kind of, yes so he's still there like he's on the roster um you know i'm just trying to fill it up okay so we he's need already, a starting five y'all he's already you know he's already been selected he's already made the team i'm just trying to get it up okay? right now he's running point guard so who you want to be and this guy's <laughs> he's back on the bench <laughs> he's He's not getting no more play. Um, He's cut <laughs> from the I met, this, I met this guy, girl, like doing wine tasting for Chelsea's birthday. You know, she she loves to do wine. But there's like there's like a area in Soto that just has a whole bunch of different like wineries, and so that's where we were. I did not realize that he was like a mutual friend, like no someone. Oh oh, oh. no 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 no! I okay. met him here because he worked at one of the wineries. Okay 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 okay. Me being me, like by the time we got to the winery that we met this guy at, we had already been doing a few tastings. So we're all feeling pretty, you know, good. We've had some food in us, you know. And, and he just had really good energy. Tall, I met this guy, he's tall and he was hairy. Two things that Jazzy has a weakness for, okay? He had long hair and he had facial hair, okay? And on top of that, Tay, he had on a Sonics uh, sweatshirt. Bring the Sonics back. Yes. So I was like, I was like, I was like, he's kind of cute. And his energy was nice. And as he's like coming around and like refilling everybody, I was behind. I was so slow. So I just like was like, hey, I'm behind them, just so you know. Like, I don't think I'm on this one. And he was like, oh, no, I know. And I was like, oh, okay. 
<laughs> what's your name? <laughs> what do you, what you mean, you know? <laughs> and so just kind of like, we, de we definitely try to kind of like flirting. And then like at the end of it all, I didn't realize this, but I guess our tastings have like already been paid for. And so I went up to the front to go to pay for mine, thinking that's what I had to do. And by the time I got up there, they were like, oh yeah, no, like it's already been taken care of. I was like already up there and had his attention. So I was like kind of panicking at that point. I was like, ah, <laughs> can I get a bottle of the Malbec? Like, <laughs> can I? So Let me I buy like, something. I like panic bought a bottle of wine. <laughs> and, and, and during the like interaction or whatever, he was like, you know, I don't, I don't normally do this, but like, can I take you out sometime? And I was like, what? Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> Absolutely. I, don't usually, I was like, I don't usually say yes, but like, you're cute. I kind of like your vibe. Like, let's do it. So we exchanged numbers and I was, I was just like excited because like, it was, it seemed very organic. We definitely were like flirting. So I was like, I could get into this. And the fact that he's a white guy, I don't know how to, you know how you can get pretty decent vibes if they're going to be with it or not. Yeah. You know, he was definitely giving me like the with it vibes. You know, I was like, okay, I don't feel like you're going to be a problematic white. So agreed, <laughs> agreed to like, we, we set up a date and the date went really, well, we went to go get drinks first just to get more like one-on-one -on -one vibes. That was good. We ended up like walking around, realized we were hungry. So we stopped and got some food. Again, the conversation went good, but the restaurant was like closing and we didn't necessarily like want to end the conversation. You know, things were going really good. Right. And so we were in, we were in Queen Anne and he actually happens to live in Queen Anne. So he was like, well, if you want, like we could have another drink back at my house. And I was like, ah. you know, I was like trying not to say yes to go into someone's house. I'm like the first date, you know, but I was like, but I also didn't really want it to end right, right there. Um, so we did, we went back to his place, had some wine, had some really good conversation. He was definitely like into me, like definitely kept trying to like make May out. May I ask how old he was? I don't know how old he is. I still don't know how old this man okay. is. That's okay. But but he's definitely older than 25. Like okay. I know I know that much. He's definitely older than 25. Okay. And that's he's definitely probably older than that even. I'm just being safe. <laughs> but but yeah. So um, the vibes were like going good, but he, he definitely was trying to like try it with me. Like he wanted to like make out, he wanted to like go further. And I was like, no, like I gotta go. I'm gonna finish this wine glass and then I'm gonna dip, you know? And he was real respectful about it. Like, Setting a know. boundary, yes. love that. Yes. He was Which, respectful of the boundary being and, set. And that's what I like, I really appreciated it too, because like he did take initiative and was like making the first move, which like I, I like, you know, like I'll do it. But like he did it, but then also was very like, I was like, okay, like, no, like I gotta go. And he was like, okay, okay, like, you know, which always is nice. I felt safe. <laughs> um, but like after that, after that, you know, the vibes were pretty like there. And I was like, okay, like, I think I could see him again. You know, I was like, even if it wasn't something that was gonna go somewhere, I definitely feel like I liked the vibes. And I was like, I could feel this out. Oh, the other like big piece of this was that <laughs> He mentioned during my conversation that he sometimes likes to kiss guys. Like, I feel like he's he's a little like androgynous. He's not super like, 
he's not one of those guys that feels the need to have to say like no homo at the end of everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can be comfortable with himself and sexuality and that kind of stuff. So I was thinking in my mind, I was like, well, shoot, if I play my cards right. He's a trisexual. Right. I was like, if I play my cards right, I could try to whoop, whoop, like whip you in to try to, I'm really trying to accomplish a male, male, female threesome, but with everybody playing. That's what I'm trying to do. And so with him being a guy who's like, okay with playing with other guys, I was like, well, that's one guy down. I just gotta find another. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that was like a part of it. I was like, okay, so like, I was feeling attracted to him just because of his just wokeness overall vibe. Just, I really liked the conversation. So we fast forward to set another like official like date, like a dinner date. And I think at this point we both I think at this point, we both knew that we were gonna probably end up like trying to hook up or something afterwards, you know, because it was just dinner with like the expectation, I guess, of going back to his spot, you know? <laughs> dinner was great. We had sushi, like got nice Love and full. Sushi. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and he suggested it. And he was like, I always get nervous when people suggest sushi and they go and get like a California roll. You know, I'm like, no, if we're gonna go get sushi, we're going to get real sushi, you know? I used to be that person, but now I know. <laughs> and he did, he ordered, like we got the miso soup. He got like a creative roll. I was like, awesome. Yes, this is great. Like you like to eat food too. I love this. Go back to his house. And this, at this point was where I started to go downhill, girl. Oh, wow. It's it went downhill quick. Fast. Like literally, honestly, as soon as we got back to his place, like it was weird. Again, like I got all dressed. I got all dressed. Like I was looking cute. He was looking cute for like what he does. <laughs> I, <laughs> but like his style, whatever. Uh -huh. He was decent. He and, and I don't know if he was like, nervous or what but like we're making out everything is great we're starting to like fool around some more and Sean Tay he literally tried to put his entire hand inside of me like I'm talking I don't know I don't know I didn't see exactly what was going on down there I just know that I literally physically was like moving away because the pressure was too much. And I was like, ow, ow. That doesn't, like that a doesn't feel good. type of situation? He tried to, we started off, he started off, it felt like a regular, you know, foreplay kind of thing. It started off feeling very regular until all of a sudden I felt like I felt knuckles trying to enter. And oh, I was baby, like, ouch. no. Yeah, I was like, ouch. <laughs> the, the pressure, it was a lot. I was like, this isn't gonna work because this hurts. I was like, I'm literally not, I cannot accept that. Like, <laughs> my body's literally telling you, I cannot accept this, okay? Don't want it, not so into like, it. Yeah, and so like that was, you know, like we, like that finished that obviously like you know we're moving on to like other stuff at this point and he is just like soft like he's not at all like i'm trying to give him some head he gave me head great head just starting off that was what love we that yeah you. sorry yeah that started off great and then he tried to do the whole fisting thing ouch no we're done um, but yeah, I tried to like give him some like, you know, reciprocal oral. And I don't know if he was like all in his head or what, but like at no part or point of this was, was it like up, okay? And then 
also, I don't dick shame, but like it wasn't the biggest dick I've I've seen. Smaller than Ellie's? Oh yes. It's a no for me. <laughs> I was like, let me I was like, let me think real quick. Yeah, definitely smaller than Nelly's. I know. Oh, no, thank you. Well, and it it was surprising because this dude, like, he's a big guy and he gives off big dick energy. Mm. And his balls were big. Like his balls were big. But that wasn't necessary. Yeah, it was so weird. And then he had the nerve, and this is what I hate. He had the nerve to say, I'm a grower, not a shower. Mm, and I of hate- Of course you are. I hate when men say that, because what are you supposed to say? Like, what am I, oh, What I'm okay. saying is, that's what men who don't grow say. No, exactly, <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, I hate when guys say that, because it's like, obviously this is something you're insecure about. Absolutely. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and try to like, boost your ego about it. Like, yeah. unless it rocked my world, which it did not. Oh, girl, no. <laughs> Once, like, so we finally, like, you know, I, my, my head, I guess, wasn't gonna get, get him hard. So we started like making out again and he was like rubbing himself, got it going. And then we finally tried to like do the damn thing. And I shit you not, girl, maybe 20, 30 seconds later, is he finishing? Girl. <laughs> I'm sorry. Girl. And he said, I'm sorry, you're just really wet. I was gonna what? say, was he embarrassed afterwards? I don't, I mean, like, not really. I mean, I think, I think overall with that being how it finished with everything else that happened, probably, <laughs> probably was embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for him, dang. It, I was just like, you know, and it's one of those things where it's like, uh, I took a chance on a, I took a chance on a white guy. And he was cool. Nothing at all having to do with like him. It was just the sex act itself that was not fun. So have you guys spoken since then? No. And <laughs> the thing is, okay, well, here, so here's the thing. I messaged him the following day because <laughs> because listen, it's so it's so stupid and random. He put me on that game Wordle, you know, that Wordle game that everybody's been playing. Mm -mm. I'll, I'll show you it. But there's this like wordle game and it's like a mystery. It's like a five letter word every day that you have to like kind of guess, whatever. Mm -hmm. He put me on it. And so I texted him the next day when I was like, hey, I got today's wordle in like five guesses. You, you only get like six guesses or something. And he was like, yeah, you know, it usually takes me about four or five to like, it's kind of tough. And then like, that was it. Like he hasn't said anything to me since. And I'm like, yes. And I was like, hold on. Are you ghosting me? First and foremost, <laughs> that is trash. You did not show up with this trash ass dick dick. Thank then you. Try, think you were going to ghost me. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> this is, so I think like, I'm like, I don't know if it's, ghosting or if he's like embarrassed because of the performance that he fucked up on i feel like people who are embarrassed try to um like i feel like he should be trying to like redeem himself yeah and i've thought about it but i might but i'm also kind of like i mean I'm okay I, want with, <laughs> I, know, I was like i'm okay with <laughs> oh he gets no redemption for me and then <laughs> Bro, and then like all of this stuff, like again, I'm not using names, y'all, but he gave me a fake name off top anyways. Like I hate I, that. Yeah, he gave me like some kind of weird name. And then when we actually met up for drinks, I was like, so what's your real name? There's no way that this could be it. And he gave it to me and I was like, yeah, 
but it sucks because I had already told like a couple people that his name was the one thing. And now it's just ingrained in our heads that like- I just hate that. that. Like, honestly, there is nothing that turns me off almost instantly than you not using your real name. Like, I'm like, like, why? Because are we children? Unless you're like, Beyonce. This, yeah, like, like, is this high school? Know. Like, what are we doing? One, why are you lying about your name? Honestly, like, if you feel a need to lie about your name, I don't care that much. Like, I really because don't care that much. if you're lying about your name, what else are you willing to not lie like, about? Be, like, be off top. About. Yeah. Like, off it's, top, you're just going to lie? I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Yeah, mm, we that was a really good story, Jazz. I was not expecting all that. <laughs> Good, I'm glad. The tea was hot. <laughs> he has me mad. I'm like, no, you did not show up. Like that was your showing, and now this is how you're acting. No, and the sir. part like, and he even had the nerve to say like, oh, maybe it's just like whiskey dick. But like, bitch, we he had one beer with dinner, and we didn't drink afterwards. Like, and I'm like, so yeah. And I'm, I'm like, unless unless you were somehow hammered before dinner, and I just had no idea. We are really too nice to men, I think. Girl. The fact because... that I, because because I literally sat over here and I was like, well, maybe he was just nervous. It was his first time. I mean, I am kind of hot. So like, I get it. Like, yeah, I, it's not like the first time you've heard that, but my God. No, exactly. <laughs> but then I was like, no, you know what? Yeah. Like, I will I will say this. I was about 20 minutes late and he waited for me. So that was like, you oh, know, that was I nice of him. That. Yeah, I guess he gets a little bit of redemption, not too much. I know. Maybe that's why he gave me bad dick. He's like, oh, this bitch was late. I was going to say, what part of you being late, what part of it for him can we uh, forgive? Mm. (laughs) I'm trying to think. None Um, of it. Maybe him not texting (laughs) you back. (laughs) I just feel like if you're going to have. I'm so sorry, because, again, I don't want to. I'm not dick shaming, but like I've experienced people who are large and people who are like average and people who are not so average, like smaller than average. And I've had good sex with all, you know, Mm -hmm. like size doesn't really always matter. So I think for me, it was one of those things where it's like, yes, if you're a grower, not a shower, like that's fine. Do something with it. (laughs) Do something with it. (laughs) God damn it. Don't just feel lazy. Yes. Like, don't just. Oh, man. It's not. Uh, I'm just going to go out here and get some and do nothing with it. Like, all for self. All for self. How selfish is that? Oh, my gosh. Anyways. (laughs) That was an amazing way to end this show. I think that we've really shown we you guys the tone. from the top to the bottom who we are, <laughs> what we're all about. We've set um, the tone. We've showcased our dynamic. <laughs> um, and we are excited to continue this season with you guys. We have a special guest on our next episode, Jackson from Not in a Huff podcast. We talked to him about his podcast and some of the amazing guests he's had on. So definitely Literally, catch that amazing guest like i i honestly was like (gasps) at every single person he said because it was like (laughs) childhood nostalgia yes um but thank you guys so much for tuning in and we will catch you next time peace bye stay black as always thank you so much for tuning into the way Follow us on Instagram at The Way Jazz and Tay and on Twitter at The Way JT. 
don't be afraid to DM us if you have any questions or suggestions about the show. Until next time, bye. Peace.